Hello, hello, everyone. We're doing a podcast, and I'm also recording this live because I thought that would be fun. So my mic is like literally right here. I'm live on Instagram as well. I see my twin is here. Waving, waving. So yeah, it's been a little bit, and I just want to do like a quick, fun, who knows if it's going to be quick, to be honest, a fun podcast just about, you know, what's been going on with me with mental sugar and something else I realized too is that when there's so much you know podcasts and posts and different kinds of content surrounded around you know creating a life that you love and thriving in this world it can feel very overwhelming and it can feel very complicated when it's not meant to be at all so this one's just going to be for fun Fun is a very magnetic energy to begin with, okay? And yeah, so we're going to have fun with it. So first thing I want to talk about was, so if you're on my Instagram, you'll know that I have a fur baby right now, and her name is Penny. So there's a story behind Penny. I have always been curious of what my lifestyle would be like if I had a dog, And so my twin has two dogs and every time I see them, it's like, it's like the cutest experience. Like I love them both. They have totally different personalities, but it's like perfect. They balance each other out so well. They're so happy when they see me and it's just like, you know, that warm feeling. So I ended up going to a shelter and I wanted to know more about fostering. Like, how do you foster? Are there requirements? You have to come check my home. Like, what? what is it? And so they were pretty lax. They asked me a few questions, and they asked me my, um, my level of experience with dogs and things like that. If I live with anyone, if I have any children, no and no. So they brought out Penny. They brought out Penny to me. And... Penny is a hound mix. She's three years old. And so she's my foster baby right now. So she can still be adopted at any time. For me, I wanted to give her a place and a person, which is me, where she felt like she could decompress because she was not doing well in the shelter at all. Like the first time that I took her out for a walk, I think she was in there for like a few months. And I was the first person other than volunteers that took her out for a walk and um she loved it like she was so good she was so good she didn't really give me the time of day she was like taking advantage of like yes i have you know someone to take me out for a walk kind of a thing like there was no real connection which i can understand because you know her history is you know you know i can understand with the history that she has had and so um Took her out for a walk. They gave me more of her history, what she has going on. And um, I was like, can I think about it? Uh, And then, of course, they're like, yeah. We don't want you to feel pressured or rushed or anything like that. And so I went back a week later because they had a call to action for Penny because she was just declining so much in the shelter. And that's something I don't really – I didn't really – think about is like just because dogs are in the shelter don't mean they all 
you know, will thrive in a shelter. Some of them have anxiety. Some of them don't do well with loud noise. Some of them, you know, are just very nervous. Some of them aren't very good around other dogs and they're being forced to be around other dogs because that's what shelters are, right? And so she was declining. In the week that I was away from her, so I went to Walker the week that I, you know, was thinking about it, da-da-da, and they posted a new picture at the end of the week saying, you know, call to action. She had lost so much more weight. She was very skinny when I took her out the first time, but it's just her nerves. Like, they call her um, the dog that's worried about life. That's what they had on her, like, little write-up thing. And so I was like, I can't not do anything, right? And so even after they shared the post like 200 times, no one, like no interest, I called to make sure like was she taken and, you know, did someone come in to see her and things like that. And um, nobody, 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 nobody. So I felt called <laughs> because I was the only one that walked her. Um, other than volunteers and just seeing her again, I was like, I have a home, you know, I have the time, I have the convenience and we're just going to do it. So I went and got her and she honestly didn't give you the time of day <laughs> when I first got her and she did recognize me though that I came back. Like she gave me a little lick on the nose and things like that. But um, other than that, she like had her back turned to me just sitting, you know, just, you know, she's like, here we go again type of attitude, which I don't blame her, right? And so some of the stuff that they were telling me about her, it was kind of worrisome, but I just didn't see that in her because something else I realized is that shelter dogs will display a certain kind of behavior in the shelter but when they're home in a home or with a person that they feel they can trust they're like a totally different dog you know what I mean and so she was perfect in the car they like gave me extra blankets in case she had like a mess in the car perfect in the car you know great on our walks doesn't make noise in the apartment she's so quiet she may growl and she can be a bit skittish um around mostly men but not too many men like she first time she met my dad she was great first time she met my best friend um she was great and you know i feel like there's just certain men that she just gets a bad feeling from um but she's with me all the time and she's just so good and um i'm looking at her right now because i feel like she hears someone in the hallway and her ears perked up. Um, yeah, so this has been my experience so far as a foster mom of Penny. Things are great. She's so easy and she's quiet and she lets me know when she uses the bathroom. She rolls over, she gives paw. She is just probably the most low maintenance dog I have ever experienced. And for her not to be adopted so quickly, when she was in the shelter, the only thing I can think of of a reason why is that they didn't know Penny. You know what I mean? So I feel like her being with me, her personality and who she is is like shining through that, you know, 
right now is an accurate description of who she is as a dog and things like that. And so many people are like, why don't you keep her, keep her, keep her. And right now, I wanna stick to my duty as a foster mom. Cause what if, you know, there's another dog that needs fostering and you know, I have the place and the time and the convenience and the patience and da da da. Right now I just feel very good being in that foster role. And um, people are like, you're going to be the foster fail, of, you know, and end up adopting her. But I'm just going with how I feel right now in the moment. So no one can convince me out of how I feel right now in the moment. <laughs> and that's just it. So, yeah, a couple people have been interested in Penny just in passing, like just seeing me with her. And I let them know, yeah, she's my foster. We're getting her more house trained. She's such a good girl um you know i even got a doggy cam for me to be able to see her when i leave <laughs> on my phone so yeah she's a good girl and um i feel good about it i'm glad i went back and got her and um yeah she's helping me be a bit more active of like you know how i want to be and yeah i'm really enjoying it so that is all things penny and um she's putting on more weight her favorite thing to eat that i cook for her is rice spinach and ground turkey she loves that and my dad was just over here cooking greens over here the main dish is the greens not the turkey so we had to prepare the tur the greens <laughs> early and um my dad gave her the bone of a turkey turkey wing and she devoured it it was so cute to watch so um yeah so penny is doing awesome what else what else and i feel like that all just ties into really follow through on your curiosity can i say that can i say it again follow through on your curiosity because one thing penny has taught me you know, over and over again is just to um, learn how to play more. <laughs> learn how to play more. And hmm, I want to say trust. I don't like that word, but that's the only one I could think of in the moment without me taking a longer pause. But dogs just, they have to trust or they don't, right? And their lives look very different when they choose to trust. And their lives look very different when they choose not to trust. And, you know, with the stories I've heard about her, um, I would not think that she was that dog, right? So she is a dog that has chosen to trust. And that is such a honor, right? So, yeah, what else? Another big thing going through my life right now is along the lines of progression and curiosity and self-discovery and all those fun things that lead you into a new way of existing is that you can either grow with your curiosity, grow with your desires, be pulled in that direction with things that feel good, be pulled in the direction out of your quote unquote comfort zone, 
by things that you find enjoyable and exciting to think about or you could be pulled out of your comfort zone with insecurities not about that life and i know i don't want to yuck someone's yum but that is something that really pisses me off <laughs> okay and my experience of that was in therapy unfortunately and it's it's a popular way people have you grow is through poking and looking at and stepping back inside of times where you really experienced insecurity times where you really felt less than times where you felt the most um hurt and they want you to look at it and poke it and understand it and be with it and in hopes of you understanding how not to end up there anymore. That's the idea is to learn from your pain. But I'm saying why not learn from your desires? Desires are the natural way of evolving in your life is through desire. When we choose to poke and question insecurities we're in the mind we're playing a very dangerous game we're in the minds where we can be you know seduced into a loop of self-doubt and worry and caution and stagnation when we choose to be with our insecurities over being with our pleasure, prosperity, and desires, okay? And life looks different, you feel different, and you get to choose, right? So many practices, you know, you sit with your journal and you question, you know, why don't I feel good enough, right? That's what I mean when I say poking the insecurity, poking the pain. Why don't I feel good enough? When in reality, you can, I would say, exponentially grow even quicker by spending time with what you actually desire, how you actually desire to feel, because it will dissolve the pain within you. Desire is meant to do that, okay? Desire and evolution and well-being go hand in hand in hand. So that's my favorite personal quote ever. <laughs> They go hand in hand in hand, okay? And we aren't told that enough. We aren't taught that enough. But when you feel good, you're not thinking about insecurity. You're not worrying about anything. You're not doubting yourself. You feel good. You feel so involved in what you're doing that nothing else matters. And that is what progression is meant to feel like, okay? The way that you're meant to build wealth, the way that you're meant to, you know, call in prosperity is going to be the path of least resistance. It's going to be in a way that feels so flowy and natural. It's not going to feel like you're, you know, pulling weights up a hill 
to, you know, it's not going to feel hard. It's, it's not meant to, okay? That's what I want to say. That's what I mean by that. It's not meant to feel like a struggle. It's not meant to feel painful. It's meant to feel like, ooh, where am I going next? Ooh, what else could I do? And money and the way you want the world to respond to you is the byproduct of you choosing what feels good. By you choosing to be with desire, by you choosing to entertain that curiosity, by you choosing to put your well-being first, okay? All the things that feel good and easy and simple and light and a way where you feel seen. When you feel seen by you, which means you're taking note of your inner world, taking note of how you feel inside and moving with that instead of looking outside of you to um, to know what to do next and to know, you know, oh, how should I say? Just to know. You know what that means. <laughs> like when you're looking outside of you just to know something, just to have something whether it's an emotion like enoughness or whether it's um money right when you look outside of you to see how other people are doing it you delay how you're meant to do it the only time that looking outside of you may help is when you first are channeling internally first when you're checking in with you first what is it that your internal wisdom is telling you to do? Not in your mind. There's a specific way to check in with yourself. It's not in your mind. It's in your body. It's in the aliveness. It's in the thrivingness. It's in the... Uh, it's in the sparkliness. All the things that you feel when you're really in your body. That is where your answers are not in the mind and you figuring things out and going around in circles and being in this you know loop of doubts and everything like that it's not there it's in the it's in the codes it's in that aliveness it's in that tingling sensations because you are an energetic energetic being which means you speak energy you speak in feeling right language like words are our second language we use our words to translate how we're feeling in the body okay so when you can learn the language of the wisdom that's flowing within you life is a lot easier and you you don't live in logic which we weren't meant to <laughs> we don't live in logic we live in <sighs> We live in anything can happen at any time. We live in a place where time doesn't exist. We live in what we want is already here. We live in things aren't on a pedestal. We live in, we neutralize the charge around doubts, right? We neutralize the bigness of the things that we desire because we know it's it's inevitable it's here it's already wanting to land that is 
the way we're here to move. That is why, you know, we're here with the desires we have in our heart because they are naturally, they naturally go hand in hand with our evolution. The things we want go naturally hand in hand with our evolution. When we can see desires as just our next, you know, crossing it off the off the list onto the next thing and we realize that the desires aren't the destination but they're just things we hit along the way and we unbecome who the world has conditioned us to be along the way life is what we make it life is how we want it to be right so everything i do now is going to be focused around desire. Everything I do now is going to be focused around desire goes hand in hand with evolution. I want you to feel like your desires are just the next thing to cross off the list, right? I want you to feel like they're inevitable and I follow my inner guidance, I follow my inner pleasure, my inner sparkle, my inner feel good to guide me, right? And it's so important to, to lean on that in times of insecurity, that your desires are already here. Your desires are just waiting for you to link up to them in your energy and not worry, not be in your mind. Basically, your desires want you to feel good. Okay, your desires want you to choose the path of least resistance. Your desires want you to follow your curiosity at any turn. Even if you feel like it has nothing to do with um, what you're wanting to create and actually manifest in your world, doesn't matter. It's all adding up because it's all compounding that same frequency of feel goods. Okay, your life is a combination of either feel goods or a combination of quote unquote feel bads for lack of a better term and you the way you move determines the life that you're creating right in every moment the choices you make the choice to know that that thought doesn't matter, but I'm still moving in that di in the direction that I want to. That doubt doesn't matter because I'm still going to move in the direction that I want to, right? And that way of being is alivening. It feels it feels here. It just feels it feels more home, right? That feels way more at home than you in your mind feeling like. I don't know what to do next. I'm worried. I'm doubtful. I'm insecure. I don't know if I'm good enough. Am I good enough? How am I going to get there? What am I going to do? Your home will feel ease, easeful. You know what I mean? Penny did a little growl. So I'm like looking at her. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's something I want to talk about because that's the direction. That is where... The collective is moving now. It's where everything lives now. It's where everything always lived. And deepening our desire or deepening our knowing of that is just, it's a decision. 
This is just, it's just a decision that we make and it's that easy. Okay. So yeah. What else? What else? What else? Something else fun that I've been doing is really cultivating my wardrobe of actually wearing things that actually feel good to wear. <laughs> so that's been super fun. Um, my favorite purchase I've gotten myself so far, um, I wanted to call it like, oh no, hold on you guys, my video paused, so I'm going to go back and see if I can, oh there we go, um, one of my favorite, because I'm live you guys on Instagram too, <laughs> one of my favorite purchases that I've gotten is um, some white Doc Martens. It's no laces or anything. You just basically slide it on your foot. And the other favorite purchase I've gotten is um, this jewelry. So it's Pebby Forever. And I want to say her necklaces, like her entire vibe, is like body armor. Like her jewelry is like stacked and it's like brass and it's coins and it's so like medieval goddess kind of a vibe okay so super excited for those things that are coming and yeah bless you penny sneezed so that's something that's really been important to me is um you know not feeling bad that i want to dress a certain way and carry myself a certain way because that's where my desire is also pulling me it's saying you know actually your wardrobe is more like this and then i'm like oh yeah you're right and that's something that you can build along the way it's something i'm building a little bit at a time and that could be even with your space it could be even um like the coat you wear or the body wash you use like how do you want to smell how do you want to you know um just decor yourself, make it fun. You know what I mean? So I've been having super fun with that. What else? We talked about wardrobe, we talked about penny, we talked about moving with desire instead of insecurity. I just, like that point right there, moving with, ins moving with insecurity versus moving with desire is life-changing, it really is because when I realized that there was another way to move through this world, I grabbed hold of it because the other way people were telling me to do it, like questioning, you know, something that happened to me and having to relive it is like, I don't wanna cuss, <laughs> but it's so triggering. Why live through triggers again? You don't have to, okay? So the most important thing is just being in the present moment and desire automatically does that for you. Desire automatically does so much for you. It literally has you existing like a different person. And some people will doubt desire like, ah, I don't know if it's meant for me. You know what I say? Well, how have you been moving up until this point? Has that been working for you? has struggling and hustling and you know denying yourself the things that you love worked for you has it <laughs> it wasn't working for me so why not try another way why not try a way that makes you actually feel 
loved makes you feel enough makes you feel alive makes you feel like you're actually leading your life instead of your pain leading your life instead of your insecurity leading your life instead of your worry leading your life instead of your fear leading your life because you can something one of my coaches said which i love is like you can have duality on your way to receiving what you want you can have the fear and the doubt but you don't have to make it mean anything right you can still move in the direction that excites you while that is still there you know we make these thoughts mean so much and we collapse within them don't collapse within them it's a choice it's always a choice <laughs> okay let me think i also am very excited i got um a new platform for my for my courses i'm in the middle of one right now called um play and play is something that needs to be prioritized in your life if you feel like your life is very stagnated right now play isn't just something that we did when we were young with our friends on the playground play is actually connected to abundance play is actually connected to your purpose, prosperity, and pleasure is connected to all things that you actually want. Play allows you to move through obstacles without having to quote unquote heal them. Play is so, it's like, it's penetrating. It's, it kind of, I don't want to say shields you, but it coats you with this, glimmery shimmery way of existing when you're in play nothing else matters when you're in play you're not worried and doubt fear and all those other emotions it's you and your soul okay it's you and your direction it's you and your guidance when you are in play okay and it's it's what pulls you out of your comfort zone without even realizing you left <laughs> And why wouldn't you want that? Play is so potent. Play is so, it's so necessary. And so I was called to do a mini course all around play. I'm also in the middle of a course I outlined and it is about, you guys, I, and I outlined a course this morning, like three courses Actually, I, I outlined two courses in um, two days. I did it, did one today. I did one yesterday. Because for me, that's my form of play, I realize. And you know your form of play when you have curiosity around it, when you have ooh around it, when you feel like, oh, I should try that. You know what I mean? And when you deny your play, when you deny what you actually desire to do, it doesn't go away, okay? We may think it does, but it'll surface because it's connected to your evolution and your soul knows it and you know it too. So denying yourself play, denying yourself desire is denying yourself the ability to grow, okay? Desire, it will naturally shed who you had to be in order to survive. And it will reveal to you who you are so you can thrive with ease. 
Okay, babe. That was that's my other favorite quote, actually. I'm trying to look for what page was it? Oh, here we are. Yeah, that's my new favorite quote on my Instagram, actually. Okay, so the other program I outlined is all about desire, actually. My other favorite thing to talk about. So when you realize that desire is connected to your evolution, being with desire is a whole lot more fun. Being with desire is a whole much whole bunch more um, exciting to be with when you know it's naturally just connected to your direction, okay? And your desire doesn't have to be something big. It doesn't have to be something small. It's just something that you are wanting in your body and you feel it in your body, you know? And when you move with that towards growth, towards progression, towards you know, evolving, moving with that is just a whole lot more fun. Moving with that is just a whole much more explorative and enticing and seductive, you know, instead of you feeling like you have to sit down in order to grow, in order to evolve, in order to progress, I have to sit down with my pain, sit down with what happened to me when I was 12 years old and heal that part of myself. I wish you could see myself, you know, see my face right now. That, like, irritates the hell out of me. So you have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice. You always have a choice. And if I could scream that from the rooftops, I would because that is something I would have loved to hear when I first got into my, you know, personal development journey is that I don't have to grow with my insecurities, with my past, with my pain. I can grow with what I actually want. I can grow with what I actually desire. I can just grow because I want to grow. I can grow because there's something that I want. I can grow because wanting is okay. I can grow because wanting is attached to who I'm actually here to be. I can I can grow, I can grow, I can grow. And in growing can feel it can feel sparkly. It can feel, you know, pleasurable. It can feel sexy. It can feel alive it can feel (laughs) it can feel all the good feelings it can feel all of that and something I realized that's so important for us to do in order to grow with that is to tether to it you know it's a choice it's a choice in every moment sometimes we'll be seduced by the mind and saying are you sure that's gonna work And you can just know that you can walk in the same direction with your desires and that doubt can still be there. But what are you going to choose to walk with? What are you going to choose to um, unbecome? Are you going to choose to be who you've always been and follow with the doubt? Or are you going to choose who you actually want to be and how you actually want to move and exist and have fun with it, dance with it? enjoy it and move with desire instead okay you know your patterns of behavior and in order to create a life that you actually want it doesn't take a whole lot of change it doesn't it takes awareness and a little shift awareness and a little shift and that shift will always feel good It's not like you'll shift and feel like you're missing out. The only place you feel like you're missing out is in your mind. 
But if you're in your desire and you create a relationship with it and you play with your imagination with it and you make that so enjoyable to visit, you won't feel like you're missing a goddamn thing from your past or who you were, okay? So, I love all of that for us. So, yeah, programs are coming out. If you're wanting to know more, if you're wanting to, um, you know, ask me something about it, <laughs> you can DM me on mental sugar, mental underscore sugar. And um, I know that desire course is 777. And um, there is a monthly payment plan if you're interested in that. And um, I'm not sure how much um, play is going to be. It's not as in-depth as Desire. They actually go really well together. But uh, whatever you're called to, I will be announcing more on my Instagram when they're ready. I'm honestly waiting for my new phone that's coming in the mail. Because I feel like that'll be really nice to record on for the programs. So, still debating on if it's going to be more so an audio course or a video course. But um, it's going to be incredible no matter what. I just feel it in my bones. So, that is that. I want to just come on here and make a cute, fun, you know, thankful day podcast. Um... You know, it's a little, well, Thanksgiving is controversial, period, dot. But I just wanted to bring something fun to listen to because I know it's, holidays are different for everyone and it can bring up different kinds of feelings. I know for me, this is the first Thanksgiving with, um, without my grandparents because that's typically where I would be and, um, you know, it's it feels different but i am completely and utterly grateful and thankful for you know those memories and the love that we shared and the love that i still have in my life and in my heart and you know we're moving we're living we're available we're moving with desire we are feeling the pulls we're feeling the aliveness within us we are available to the things that we want and we're not afraid of it it's off the pedestal if there's one thing i love to talk about within all my courses is taking things off the pedestal because life has taught us to put things we desire on a pedestal which makes it hard which makes it feel like it's far away which makes it feel like it's going to take time blah 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 right we don't have to believe that shit and it was something that was created for us to believe in order for us to continue to slave away. Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you work with me, it's not going to be none of that. We're, we're in it. We're in the, we're in the allowing, right? The only thing that um, keeps us from receiving is telling ourselves we can't have it yet. Okay, and we do that more so with our energy. We can tell ourselves, oh my gosh, I want that so bad. Da, 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 da. But in our energy, it's saying a completely different thing. Okay, it's so important to know how to communicate your desires and your energy. Okay, 
I'm just saying. It's that's everything. Cause you can talk, 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 talk. Things will not come. And we wonder why. It's because you're not aligned in your energy. Okay. So working with me is a whole lot of well-being, is a whole lot of putting yourself first, is a whole lot of understanding desire. It's a whole lot of um knowing how to receive. So many of us think we know how to receive and we don't. <laughs> That's a whole other thing too. So we're open, we're available. If you're wanting to know more about these courses, let me know. And I outlined a course today called Loved. And it's all about how to, how to know how to give yourself what you're seeking, right? Because one thing that desire requires, it desires a feeling of fullness. It desires a feeling of um, like that cozy feeling. I love feeling cozy. That held feeling. That's one feeling that feeling that are that are that our desires require. And so, knowing how to give yourself what you feel like you're wanting from the world or wanting from a specific person. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll keep it up for a little bit. I'll keep it up for a couple days. <laughs> um, knowing how to give that to yourself is where you lead your own life. Because if you're waiting for someone to make you feel a certain way, to make you feel validated, assured, loved, worthy, in the way that they talk to you and something that they say and blah, 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 you're not leading yourself, right? You're allowing them to lead you. They're, you're allowing them to... Um, dictate when your heart is open and when your heart is closed when your heart is open is when you're available to to the things that you want when your heart is closed is when you are like i want it but i'm not ready to have it yet you know what i mean and so oh cassie oh i love cassie oh thank you <laughs> i honestly still need to wash my face i brush my teeth though um and that's something that i um that's something that I remind myself too, is just the cliche question of what do I need right now, right? Because that is the the way you determine if you're open or if you're closed in your energy. Are you giving yourself what you need to feel open? Or are you just choosing to stay closed until the guy says, oh my gosh, you're the one, one in my life, you're the girl. <laughs> Been there. We're not doing that no more, right? And so loved will be a very um, simple. All my courses are super simple. I'm not trying to complicate things. I'm not trying to overwhelm you. I'm not trying to, you know, make you feel like there's something you need to learn. All this is is something that you need to remember, right? So you mean hesitation? Sure, I don't really remember what I said. I feel like I talk so fast. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, so, yeah, loved will be all about dissolving insecurities and being available to, to what you actually want. So I'm really excited about that one. And, um, yeah, it's all a remembering. It's all a remembering. I wish people would say that more. Your ease, your simplicity, your receiving is all a remembering. Okay? Hustling was something we were taught. Hustling and doubting and struggling all those things were things that we learned but when you're in your body when you're in your wisdom you know how easy it was all meant to be 
once we learn how to take all things off the pedestal, okay? So, this was a 44-minute podcast <laughs> slash live video. So, if you're wanting to, you know, come back to this, have fun with it on the podcast, I'm going to post that up. And I'll save this, too, for, um, for a couple days. Okay, you guys? Happy... Um, eat some different food today day <laughs> i heard someone say that i was like yeah i hear you that that sounds that sounds that's all that's all right <sighs> yeah so i'm gonna go check on these greens because they're bubbling over here on the stove and i gotta make my dad proud with these greens and um yeah i will be back and you know have a great rest of your day cater to yourself you are yours before you are anyone else's and um i love you so much i will see you very soon bye